Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, spiritual director for the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're an inclusive spiritual community in the South Surrey, White Rock, Lower Mainland of British Columbia, Canada. And I am delighted to greet you this day and to be with you. Thank you so much for being with us. We are all about creating a space for personal transformation that we know feeds the world in a greater way through our own spiritual journey. And we love it when you feel safe enough to express your authentic self because that is a gift not only to you, but to everyone you know, when you are safe to be yourself. So we celebrate you, we love you, I'm glad you're here, and wherever it is you are on your path, whether you are soaring beyond heights you never thought you could achieve, or whether you are struggling and it's even difficult just to be here, I welcome you and I embrace you just as you are, exactly where you're at. I know that there is some wisdom and beauty where you are, even if you're struggling. And so I'm glad to be with you today. And, and as we get started, I want to recognize that I live and work on the unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Quiquetlam to Tsleil-Waututh and the Stalo Nations. And now let us ground our time together in the heart and in truth, spiritual divine truth. I invite you to turn within, taking a deep breath. Allowing everything else to fade away into the background. becoming more present and aware of this moment that's unfolding right here, right now. Taking just this moment to recognize that there is an infinite presence of love and wisdom, creativity and wholeness that is ever present that is the source of all life. I take a moment to just remember and look behind all circumstances to recognize that it is this wholesome love, creativity, and power that is having its way. That no matter what these circumstances look like, there is this power and presence of love right here in each and every cell of the body, in each and every experience, individually and collectively, it is guided by this one life, this one mind, this one power. And so I remember that it is this one life that connects us all together. I know that this time in community that it nourishes each one of us in our own unique and specific way. 
that whatever comes up this day, that it is guided by this highest and best vision of the expression of each individual and the highest and best expression of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. I am so grateful for the energy and presence of each one here right now, not only gathered in this time and space together on Zoom, but as each and every one who watches or listens throughout the week and the year and beyond, I know that this connection transcends time and space. And for that, I am so grateful. I'm grateful to be guided by this infinite love through the worst times and through the best of times. I am grateful for this infinite presence right here, right now with an open heart, an open mind, and a gentle, powerful presence of compassion. I release my word into the divine law of mind, knowing it is already done. And I live into the truth and reality of this prayer, letting it be. And so it is. Wow. Life is a journey, <laughs> right? Life, you know, this human life is um, everything. <laughs> it's the whole gamut of everything. And I'm reminded of this last week, we had a community connection and we were doing a check-in. How are you doing? Everybody you know, one through 10, rate yourself, how are you doing? And one of our beloved community members, hello, I see you, um, mentioned that they were a one through 10. That was how they were doing, one through 10. And it's like, yeah, that's being human. We're gonna run that whole gamut between one through 10. And right now, in in this experience of being in this pandemic, maybe having a loved one who lives near a fire um, that's happening in many parts of the states and even in, in British Columbia, you know, it's like, wow. Some of life's journey, um, can be unexpected. And I had an unexpected part of my journey that happened this month. And I appreciate you just giving me a moment to gather myself. And it's okay. It's okay to just be together with these emotions that come and go in our human journey. My father passed away on August 3rd. And um, I want to tell you a little bit about this journey and this experience 
because I believe that spiritual community isn't just for the good times and when we're feeling great and we have it all together and we can laugh and rejoice. I believe that spiritual community is also our safe haven and a place where we can feel the love from others. Maybe when we're struggling or sometimes when we get disconnected, right? From our own sense of hope and joy, then the people in our community can uh, be there to hold us. So this is why today I decided that I wanted to share a little bit more about just what I've been through. It's rather odd to travel during this time. Uh, I'm currently in day number 11 of self-isolation. <laughs> I am going a little bit crazy um, being on my own uh, in my bedroom 24-7. However, I am also um, so grateful to be back in BC. I'm so grateful that we go through these lengths to care for each other, right? I'm so grateful for my husband, Will, who is <laughs> doing all the cooking and cleaning and caring for our little doggos. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> so his life is dramatically changed as my life is dramatically changed right now. And my father um, is Inupiaq and a native to Alaska, to a village in Alaska. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to know him. Um, He left when I was three, uh, and I've only, you know, seen him three times in my life. Um, and so recently, throughout this last spring and summer, he's had some health challenges, and I knew that I didn't probably have a lot of time, and I really wanted to go visit him and have like one more chance to have a conversation, you know, with him. Um, and I was just waiting for travel restrictions to lift, you know, till it was safer to travel. And, you know, unfortunately that didn't happen. Uh, but I am grateful that I did get to go for the funeral. And um, I traveled by plane to the village where he's lived for probably the last 30 years at, you know, Utkiavik, Alaska. It's also known as Barrow. And it's not his hometown, but his hometown of Wainwright was just a, a short 
plane ride away, you know, very close in that same general area. And it's only my second time to visit his homeland. And um, very meaningful to be able to be there, you know, in, in his home, which is part of my roots, even though I don't know them, right? I don't know my culture in a, it, from growing up within it, right? It's different to learn about it through books or pictures or stories from other people than it is to experience it for yourself. And, you know, <clears throat> through this process of grieving and being with my sisters and <laughs> and, and going through a, a time, you know, when there is some regret. There's some regret that I didn't get to have another conversation with him. That I didn't get to know him in a way that would help me know myself, right? And, and part of what I realized through this journey of traveling back and then also having this extended period of time by myself, you know, on my own afterward, I realized that the, the thing that I was, you know, learning up for learning before my father died is the same thing that I'm still up for learning after he died. And that is to have a sense of being loved. And also to, ha to have a belief in being lovable. And that then I have the courage to share my authentic self with others so that I can expand that love. That was the, that was what I was doing before he died. And it, what I, it's what I continue to do after his death. And it's different. It's different when um, when you don't have a relationship with a parent, you know, with um, the one that you might expect to show you that you're lovable and that you're loved and that you're important. And so the biggest gift of this entire experience has been recognizing 
that my father isn't my source of love. That there is a source of love that comes from within my soul that already has the love and care that I've always been seeking. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here inside my heart. And not only, not only does that love that I have yearned for, not only does it already exist right here, but that same love holds my father in its, in great, in its embrace as well. And so I know that, that this love, this source of love from the divine, from spirit, from the universe, from the infinite, from God, this is the love that nourishes me and that keeps me connected with my father, with my culture. And it, it's not limited by time or space. It's not limited by a human life, right? It's infinite. And while I might not be able to have a conversation with my dad face to face or even on zoom <laughs> even though i can't have that i have something that's even more tangible something that I am willing to receive this day. I'm willing to open my heart. I'm willing to receive the love of the divine. And I'm willing to recognize that I am infinitely connected, both with my human ancestors and with all of life. That this is a connection that can't be severed. It's not going to die ever. Even when my human life ends here in this iteration at this time. And so I take deep comfort in knowing that I am infinitely loved. And that my father is infinitely loved. And while there is grief and there is pain and there is sadness and, and tears and crying, there is also a tenderness. There is also a strength. There is also a deeper and embodiment of love that I now get to be and expand 
and express in the world. You know, I'm reminded that in the same way that when I start to embrace my divine power, it calls me to stop blaming other people for my experience. When I start to know my power and use my power and embrace my power, the same thing is happening now. When I am recognizing that the love I seek is coming from the divine and that I already have that love. It calls me to open up and it calls me to be present fully with my human experience, to allow myself to feel. And it also calls me to stop focusing on the regrets because there are many, I have many regrets around this relationship. And my family experience. And this love, opening to this love, is gently yet powerfully moving my focus to a deeper sense of my source and who I really come from, where I really come from, who I really am. And that is infinite. I am an expression of the divine, of God, of an infinite power, a deep, pure love that has no shortcomings, that isn't going to die, that will never abandon me. This is what I want to remind you of this day, that no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are in life, and no matter where you come from, no matter who your parents are, or how they've loved you, or how they've failed you, there is an infinite source of strength and wisdom and love right here. It's right here in your heart. This is what I want for us in spiritual community, to remind each other of this connection, to hold hands across the pain of anything we might be grieving, and also to hold hands across the joy and the, the, the wonder of this thing called life and this journey that is so incredible. And I am committed to continuing to open my heart, even through any and all pain, because I recognize that opening my heart, that that is a power that is greater than anything I might ever go through. 
And you know, today's topic around self-care and being in community together. I'd like to recognize that when life takes an unexpected turn, that we are called to care for ourselves in greater capacity. And I also would like to say that we are all in an unexpected turn, <laughs> right? We're all in an unexpected turn right now because it's still unclear. How long will the pandemic last? When will we get a, a, um, a vaccine? When will the numbers go back down? When will it be safe to be in school? Blah, 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 right? Like those uncertainties, those continue. So we're all navigating this unexpected turn in life. And like me, you might have an unexpected turn within an unexpected turn. <laughs> so what does that mean then? That is a call for you to increase your level of self-care. Our book of the month this month, Everyday Ubuntu, by Ngomane, by Mungi Ngomane, she talks, this, the lesson for this week is lesson number five. And lesson number five is have dignity and respect for yourself and others. And essentially, this chapter is about self-care. Isn't that amazing? I'm just finding um, the quote where she says, uh, here's what she says. We have to give ourselves what we need on both a physical and mental level in order for our bodies and minds, not only to attend to our daily business, but also to have room for others. So your self-care is not just for you. Your self-care is so that you can show up and be of service in the community, whatever that means for you. Maybe it's showing up for a neighbor. Maybe it's showing up for a friend. Maybe it's showing up for your dog. <laughs> but caring for yourself isn't selfish. Caring for yourself is actually giving yourself capacity to care for others. It's actually the foundation of it. And this is such a beautiful quote from Engomane. She says, whatever self-care means to you, do it. <laughs> so I have a question for you. What does self-care mean to you? She says, whatever it means to you, do it. So what does it mean? What does it mean? How we care for ourselves changes and evolves. What you need today might be different from what you need tomorrow. So this is your homework this week. Every day, check in with yourself. What is self-care today? And what, how can I give that to myself? What can I do to take care of myself? 
one of the important sections in this chapter, which I find just so amazing, is called Don't Be Afraid to Ask for Help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And Gomane says, before people can help you, they have to see your need. Ooh, yeah, yeah, they've got to see your need. That can be quite vulnerable for many of us, or, you know, all of us, <laughs> right? Letting people see your need. However, Jen Hatmaker, she says, we do not become stronger, but weaker when we refuse to say, I need some help. We become not stronger, but weaker when we refuse to say, I need some help. So when you're thinking about what self-care means to you this week, I'd also like for you to think of where can I ask for help? And be willing to receive that help. Ngomane tells us that people really love to help and, and that you're really giving people an opportunity to show up for you that if they didn't see your need and if you didn't ask, that they couldn't that they couldn't do that for you. She says, most people love helping others. And she says, to step outside of yourself. You can write down, if you, what would you say to a friend who is going through what you're going through? What would you say to them? You can take a moment to write that down and then see if you're willing to give it to yourself. And lastly, one of the last things I want to say from Ngomane's really wise book is to know you're not alone. She says, unless you've arrived from another planet, there isn't a single other human being who's not encountered a problem similar to yours. Help will be out there. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I am in self-isolation, my last day is coming up Wednesday. <laughs> like three and a half more days. I could do it. I could do it. One thing my grandmother told me, she said, you can do anything for a couple weeks. And so I, I keep reminding myself, I can do anything for two weeks, anything. And I am almost there. I can see the finish line. I can see the finish line. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so I just want you to know that you are not alone. Whatever you're going through, you are not alone. What you seek is right here within you, guiding you and moving you into the exact right and perfect people that you can share your process with and ask for support. Don't be afraid to ask for help because taking care of yourself is taking care of the community. It's how we are able to show up for one another. I love you and so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. 
We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.